how do I know I will be successful? I keep turning up at everything that I want to do, at everything that I want to be, I work at it daily. In this episode, I break this concept down to sort of show you the way that you too can be successful at whatever you want to do. I also share a chapter of my book, How to Get Your Shit Together, by the same name, Keep Turning Up. If you listen to this podcast episode, you will have the tools you need to be successful at whatever you want to be. Check it out. How do I know I'm going to be successful? How do I know that it's worth putting in all of this effort to do the things that I'm doing? Why do I keep going? Why do I try? These are questions that people ask me, and I wanted to highlight some of these factors as a podcast episode because I think it's important to to highlight the fact that any successful person will face these same inner battles, these same questions. They might face it from their own internal self, and then once they get over that, they'll start facing it from other people. There's a couple of things to address here. The first one is, is how do you know you're going to be successful? The, the, the core fundamental thing that breeds success is the ability to keep turning up. Whatever you do, don't stop. Now, this is balanced with the concept of, well, surely if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results, you know, that's the definition of insanity, right? Well, let's, let's consider this. You need to keep turning up, keep trying, but also have a feedback loop, a feedback mechanism, some way to show you if you are improving and if you're not, to start learning. So I look at everything I'm doing and I apply that metric to it. I'm not genetically the strongest, nor the smartest, nor the anythingest. But what I do know, I do know is that I have the ability to keep turning up day in, day out, I will just work. Now, I don't know if that trait's genetic, but I feel like it isn't because looking at where I've come from to where I am now, a lot of change has happened. One of my inspirations for this was looking over at basically every famous author and looking at their advice and when you sort of synthesize it down and just look at what they say, the advice basically is read every day, write every day. And the same is true for almost every expert, professional, world-class performer. When you look at their performance, even you look at what they say to do, they just basically say, don't stop, just, just keep turning up. There's a quote I really like on this that was basically goes along the lines of, do you remember the guy who gave up? No one does. By some, by some anonymous, anonymous person, which I find a bit ironic. But that quote is very inspirational. So how do I apply that to my life? Every day I meditate. Every day I exercise. Every day I do my Russian lessons. Every day I put content out. And that could be podcasting or writing or video blogs or a Skillshare course or anything like that. Over time, looking back at my past work, looking at where I am now, 
I can see a slow and steady improvement. And that's both in the quality of the content that I'm putting out, but also in the feedback that I'm getting from you guys, in the numbers, in the growth of book sales, in the growth of subscriber, you know, podcast subscribers, all of that sort of stuff, website visits, blog visits. And it's just really good to see that growth. Now, I'm like three and a half years in at this stage, and only very recently am I starting to earn any money from this. Now, this isn't to say that money's the goal, because what I'm doing here, it's not a monetary goal. However, it's a good yardstick to measure things by. Now, to put this into context, it's maybe 10 to 20% of the income I need to survive. And that's not to, you know, do anything fancy or flashy. That's just to, you know, have a roof over my head and eat food. So I'm still a long way off supporting myself with my books and podcasts and all that sort of stuff. That's fine. Like I've said many times, the reason I'm doing this is basically I want to share the information that has helped me and help, you know, can help other people. What I see though is people that I meet online and in person, they see what I'm doing, they see the numbers that I'm getting and they want that for themselves. But, but the problem is, is they're only seeing me in the last six months. They're not seeing the three years prior to that or, you know, where I've been putting in this work every day, nor are they seeing the years and years and years of, of previous study and other experience that I had that enabled me to even start in the first place. There's a level of impatience that I think people have. And, you know, you really do have to put in the work for multiple reasons. You're not good enough. You're just not if you, ex just when you first start in, in anything. And, you know, a good analogy is exercise, both weightlifting or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the martial arts that I practice. With weightlifting, if, if you want to get strong, you have to go to the gym daily. You have to exercise daily. It's just, there's no way around it and the weight doesn't lie. You know, if you try to pick up some weight and you haven't put in the work, you just simply can't. If you try to run a distance in a certain time and you don't have the fitness because you haven't put in the work, you simply can't. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a grappling martial art. Basically, it's like wrestling, but with submission holds. And there's a direct correlation between time spent training and your ability to do the martial art. Basically, if someone is around my weight now, maybe 15 kilos lighter even, whatever, and they've been training more than me, they will beat me consistently. I might get lucky, but that might be like a 1 in 20 shot, 1 in 30 shot. It's pretty clear cut. If you train more, you are better. That's a great analogy for everything. The reason I'm harping on about this is because I want to drill home that point that if you do the work, you get the results. Simple. There's, 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 there's a direct correlation there. But for whatever reason... People are hesitant to risk it. They don't want to. They don't want to try. They don't want to be like, "Oh, but what if I put in the work and I don't get anything out of it?" Yeah, that might happen. There are so many things that I've done that haven't produced direct results. One of them was starting a physical my therapy business with my wife. We started it, then we got pregnant. 
and that caused us to have to hire staff sooner than we would like and a whole bunch of other things and we failed. Now, I could look at that and that could have just, you know, chopped the legs out from under me or I could look at it another way and go, okay, I just got an expensive lesson in business. Fine. Now I'm moving on. Now, the lessons that I learned, the money that that cost has paid dividends later on and it will continue to do so. It's okay to fail, provided you learn from those failures. Another thing I want to highlight is that there's a massive lag between taking action and seeing tangible results. It will take ages for your gym work to produce strength gains, your meditation work to produce mental benefits. And same thing, it will take ages for you when you start doing any project to start seeing rewards. If you expect that, if you know that, and if you account for that, you will get some growth and you will see some growth and you will be able to get there. The final thing I want to address is that it's... <laughs> that when I share this, people people will ask me, well, what, what started you down this path? How did you get this motivation to keep going without that direct reward? And my answer is something along the lines of, I realized that people... Every successful person is just a people, right? They're just a person. They're just someone who decided one day that they're going to do something and get good at it and get really good at it, and they just kept going. Then I thought, okay, I can do that too. I can keep turning up. That's something that I can do. I can swallow my pride, I can swallow my ego, and I can keep trying. And then I thought okay, what is something that I could keep turning up and doing that would be rewarding for me and beneficial for other people? That if I was and able to turn it into a full-time career, I would like to keep going with. And that for me was mental health advocacy and writing. So that's where I went and I just keep turning up with it. I have a lot of other little goals and a lot of other little things. One of my real sort of long-term goals is to do fiction writing. Why did I choose that? Because it is hard, or at the time, it was seemingly impossible. Now, I'm still working on it, I'm still growing, and I'm in the process of writing my first proper novel. I've done a couple of anthologies, but I'm working on that proper first novel. And I guess a lot of the stuff that I've done, the mental health writing, has helped me to start getting my own story out there, has helped me to start writing in that first place. Why, why do I want to do something that was so hard? Because what's life without challenge? So now I'm left with this. I'm going to keep turning up daily. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to learn from my failures. And I'm going to know that if other people can keep turning up and get successful, so can I. And I'll know and expect to have to wait for that lag that delayed gratification, that that putting in the money, the time, the effort now for the investment in my future. So that's where I'm at. So now, for those listening, I also am recording this podcast. So for those that are watching this, hello. Um, you're not going to be able to get the next part of the episode. I'll put the link down below. But for those that are listening, I'm going to be sharing a chapter of how to get your shit together called Keep Turning Up. It will go into in-depth this concept a little bit more 
in a focused capacity, I suppose. Um, for those that haven't gotten on board, how to get your shit together is the summary of the tips, tricks, and ideas and concepts that have helped me to go from a place of basically surviving to passionately thriving. It covers what I feel is necessary for a self-help book. Basically, I go from a play. I, I talk about overcoming anxiety, defeating depression, moving on from trauma. The idea being is that you know you need to deal with your mental your mental afflictions. Then I, then there's a chapter on getting organized, and this is all of your life skills. Then I go into finding meaning and following your dreams. Now, when I say a chapter, that's more I more mean a part. Each part has eight to ten subchapters, and one of those subchapters is keep turning up. I like this. The reason I, I I like the book, the reason I put it made it this way, is because if you want to help yourself, you need to work on your mental afflictions. You need to work on how to sort of do stuff in the world. And then you also need to work on following your dreams. Because what's the point of dealing with your mental state if you haven't got a goal? And if you do have a goal, if you are following your dreams, mental issues will arise, right? So I want to do this book to accomplish, to encompass all of those things. And at the start of the book, I break it down into some principles, seven principles that if you follow those principles, you wouldn't need to read the rest of the book. You wouldn't need that sort of technical, real deep dive. But I gave both because in my experience as a teacher, students learn differently. Me personally, I'm very conceptual. Give me the concept and I'll figure out the technique myself. Other people are very technical and they want the specific advice. So I decided to hit all of it. Now, for those that are watching, you can see this book is quite large, um, which is why I'm breaking it down and sharing it. Why am I sharing it? Well, this is one of those long-term goal things. I I don't want to put information that can help people behind a paywall. I'm going to release everything I do forever for free over time as a blog and as a podcast. Now, how does this work in terms of my financial setup, in terms of my financial goals and surviving off this? Well, this is the trade-off. I'm playing that long-term goal. If you want to support what I'm doing here, if you're enjoying my podcast, have a listen to the book. And if you want to, if you want it all in one place, you can buy a copy, paperback, ebook, and audiobook. If you can't afford it, that's fine. I completely understand. I moved out of home at 15, so I get it. For those people, you will have to wait for me to get around to uploading them and talking about them on the podcast like I'm doing now. But if you click the link down below to the How to Get Your Shit Together page on my website, you'll be able to see all the chapters that are up already. And I think I've got about 10 or so up. Most of them have corresponding podcasts. So yeah, like I said, listen to the chapter. It's out now as a paperback, ebook, and audio. And if you like it, grab a copy. If you don't want to wait, grab a copy. If you can't afford it, that's completely fine. I just want to help. I just want to share the advice that have helped me and I know is helping other people. Catch ya. Chapter 6.6 Keep turning up Good things are coming down the road Just don't stop walking Robert Warren Painter Jr. I love writing Fiction in particular But it took years of idle dreaming Before I had the confidence to even pick up a pen how could I possibly start? I had some ideas, but I didn't think I could manage it. 
the endeavour seemed too large. What authors do seemed so far beyond my reach that it bordered on the impossible. A great author creates an interesting, deep, and internally consistent universe, fills it with rich and diverse characters, adds the spark of conflict, change, or growth, and then presses play, subtly guiding the course of events. The author then has to record what they observe unfolding in their fictional universe, and express it in a way that other people can glimpse it. Well-written fiction is seamless and immersive. The reader is transported into the author's universe, accepting the world and the characters within, and embracing the story in its entirety. Excited to see what happens next. Eventually, I got up the courage and attempted to write. Before starting, I got myself as prepared as possible. I ensured that I was adequately fed, warm, and free of distractions. My laptop was on, and Microsoft Word was open. Put a pillow on the chair for added comfort, and sat down, ready and eager to create. This was it. I was about to start what I hoped would be my first masterpiece. But, when I looked at the blank page, I was stumped. How could I possibly turn that into a story? Despite all the years of dreaming, all of my preparation, and all of my hopes for success, I failed. After numerous false starts, the blank page remained blank. I had hundreds of vague ideas that I wanted to express, but I lacked the talent or the clarity to bring them into reality. It was frustrating, and reminiscent of my attempts at other forms of artistry and creativity. The gap between what my mind wanted to create and what I was capable of creating felt insurmountable. I was discouraged, but I didn't quit. I knew that nobody is born with world-class talent. No matter the person, no matter the industry, and no matter how far ahead of the pack they currently are, they were not born there. Every author that I've ever read started somewhere, and likely faced the same issues that I was currently facing. Yet they were able to push through and succeed. This realisation set me on a journey of discovery. I wanted to know what they knew, and importantly, how they were able to develop the skills that I currently did not possess. I wanted to see what the common traits, habits, and actions of a successful author are, and then hopefully replicate them. In order to do this, I listened to them talk, read their autobiographies, and watched them being interviewed. Despite the differences in their style and genre, all of the authors repeatedly gave the following advice to prospective authors. If you want to be a writer, read and write a lot. This simple message was repeated over and over and over again. It was uncanny. Every single best-selling author insisted that the best thing you can possibly do each day is to read and write. When pressed, they of course delved into their daily rituals, preparations and other habits. But at the core, their advice was always the same. Read and write every day. Be consistent. Keep turning up. Hearing this, I decided to persist. I was already reading daily, so I only now had to force myself to write more. I just needed to push through the initial phase of inability until I developed the skill set to create something worthwhile. I decided to throw caution to the wind and just start, knowing full well that what I would produce in those early days would be terrible, but necessarily so. I knew that if I kept pushing through and kept writing each day, I would eventually get better. Over time, I was able to scratch out some poetry and then some short fiction. As my confidence grew, I decided to attempt to use my writing as a way to help myself through some of the more deep-seated mental afflictions by writing about the trauma of my past. 
This eventually became my first book, Under the Influence Reclaiming My Childhood. From there, I went on to create my first fiction novella, Upgrade, which is an anthology of short stories taking place in a dystopic future. I chose to present that story as an anthology because I recognised my own limitations as a writer. I didn't yet have the skills necessary to write a complete novel. I knew that the story and the universe I wanted to create, but I also knew that I still wasn't at a stage in my abilities that I could hope to express onto the page what I had in my mind. So I chose a different approach. The collection of short stories that made up Upgrade were individually within my capacity as a writer, and collectively they told the story that I wanted to tell. My next attempt at fiction will hopefully be a step further towards my ultimate goal. Writing this book has been a mammoth undertaking. It just kept growing. It felt like a multi-headed hydra, as every time I finished a chapter, it felt like two new ones would pop up, needing to be written. I knew that the only way that I could possibly finish something like this was by turning up each day and putting pen to paper. It was slow progress, but slow progress is better than no progress at all. If I quit halfway, I would have nothing. If I had stopped, when it became difficult, I would have had nothing. It is exceedingly obvious, but it needs to be stated out loud. The only way this book exists, and that you are listening to it right now, is because I didn't quit. In fact, the only reason anything exists, or anything is accomplished, is because its creators didn't quit. They kept turning up, consistently working, overcoming failures, and pushing through setbacks until the job was done. Remember that person who gave up? Nobody does. Anonymous. There is a simple truth that most people fail to accept. If you want to be successful at anything, you have to keep turning up. It isn't only best-selling authors that attribute their success to keeping on turning up. It is almost every successful person on the planet. Watch an interview with world-class performers. Top-level business executives. Elite athletes, successful musicians, actors and artists. And you'll see the same thing. Despite all coming from different backgrounds and focusing on dramatically different endeavours, they all claimed that they are successful because they kept turning up. They worked when others rested. They persisted when others quit. They pushed through repeated failures and setbacks. They recognised that only they can change their lives. They prioritised their goals and put future success in front of short-term pleasure. Take action. Research the origin story of five world-class performers. It doesn't matter what field, industry, or profession they come from, as long as they are or have been at the top. Alternatively, look up videos of them talking about their success. Take note of the commonalities between them, particularly on their attitudes to hard work, persistence, and overcoming failure and setbacks. It is clear that world-class performers do face the same challenges, hurdles, and setbacks that we all do. But unlike most people, they persist. They keep going when other people stop. They put in the hard work and never quit. Their journey to success may be long and winding, but eventually they got there. You'll have noticed that most of them failed many times before they were successful. And if they had given up when they failed, they would have never been the successes that they currently are. Success only comes from consistent hard work. Most people fail, not because of lack of desire, but because of lack of commitment. 
Vince Lombardi. Watch a young child progress through the milestones of talking, eating, crawling, walking, swimming, tying their shoes, and so on. They consistently fail, but by watching, mimicking, and through continual trial and error, they eventually succeed. For kids, there are no shortcuts to be found. If they want to walk, they have to keep trying. These feats don't seem all that impressive, because we now do them with ease. Yet the lessons of how we acquired those necessary life skills can be applied to excelling and achieving greatness. A distinction needs to be made between beating your head against a brick wall and effective personal development. By keep turning up, I'm not saying to keep trying the one approach, hoping it will be successful. I mean that you need to persist in pursuit of the goal, but not necessarily by only using the first method you try. If you keep working at your craft, attempting your approaches when the old ones fail, continually asking for feedback, always working on self-development, and always learning new things, success will come. No other option is possible. Take exercise for example. Specifically, the goal of getting stronger. You need to lift weights and eat plenty of protein if you want to increase your muscle mass. There is no way around these two requirements. However, there are many different types of lifts, exercise plans, and approach to gym work, as well as a plethora of dietary options and advice that you could try. Provided you don't stop exercising, you will eventually reach your goal. It may require innumerable tweaks. However, if you persist, if you keep turning up, you will eventually find a combination of diet and exercise that works for you. In this case, keep turning up means regularly going to the gym, putting in quality training sessions each time, but also continually researching, adapting, and considering the best ways to add on muscle mass. Take playing the guitar, for example. The only way to get good is by practicing it every day. The more time you have your hands on the instrument, the better you will be at it. Ideally, it will eventually feel like an extension of your body, something you were almost born with. But to get to that level requires hours of work, repeated failures, and an initial inability to use it properly. In this case, keep turning up means practicing daily, as well as looking up tutorials or paying for regular lessons with a professional. You may need to change teachers many times until you find the right one for you. Even something as mundane as maintaining a clean house requires you to keep turning up. You need to plan where your household items will live when not in use. Bins need to be taken out. Dishes need to be washed and kid toys need to be put away. The bed needs to be made daily. Toilets need to be scrubbed and floors vacuumed. There is dusting, polishing, bleaching, cleansing and maintenance. Sure, you can let some things go for a while, but sooner or later you will have to address those emissions. A clean house requires hard work and consistent effort. Don't count on motivation, count on discipline. Jocko Willink While motivation is an amazing tool, it is transient and unreliable. It is hard, if not completely impossible, to stay motivated 100% of the time. You can read all of the self-help books, or look at all the quotes, listen to the music, repeat the marches, slap yourself, or do any number of other motivating actions, but eventually your motivation will drop. In fact, your motivation to even do those actions to motivate yourself in the first place will drop. Trying to stay continuously motivated is like trying to stay continuously happy. You can do it for a while, 
but eventually you will have to come down to a lower, calmer level of functioning. This is where discipline comes in. This is self-imposed discipline. It is making a plan, sticking to a structure or a routine. One that is geared towards your goals and dream attainment. I exercise daily, but I'm not always motivated to do so. On those days, waking up early and going to the gym is a struggle, but I force myself to do it anyway. I get myself to the gym, do the workout, and continue with my day. Although I don't want to that day, I know that deep down I have goals that I want to accomplish that require me to train daily. I know that if I waited until I was motivated enough to go to the gym on my own accord, I'd probably train only half as much as I currently do. The same thing is true for my diet, Brazilian jiu-jitsu training, learning to speak the Russian language, meditation, as well as with my writing. I know that unless I stay consistent, keep turning up, and being disciplined enough with everything I value, I stand no chance of being successful. Relying on motivation is folly. Think back to all of your half-started projects and ventures that failed as soon as you lost your initial motivation. A better approach is to work out what you want and what you need to get it. You should then set up your life in a way that if you stick to that approach, you will get it. Then all you need to do is put in the work. Of course, this approach needs to be balanced for you as an individual, taking into account your starting point, mental afflictions, personality, and personal life circumstances. Make sure that you're guarding your mental state at all costs. However, these changes must be made, because by not making them, you run the risk of stagnation and subsequent failure. Attempt to pursue your dreams as it makes life worth living, and be disciplined enough to keep turning up when your initial motivation fails. This could mean waking up earlier or going to bed later, or conversely getting more sleep. It can mean scheduling specific alone time to dedicate towards your craft. It can mean speaking to a therapist, life coach, or organizer to help with maintaining appointments. It could mean asking a friend to keep you accountable or joining a support group for mutual support. It could mean reading, researching, and undertaking extensive personal development. It could involve cutting caffeine, alcohol, porn, gambling, drugs, or toxic people completely from your life. Whatever involves for you, take the time and put those actions into place. Be consistent and disciplined, and no matter what, keep turning up. Take action. The purpose of this take action is to get you to start imposing a very small amount of self-discipline each day. The goal being to show you that taking small consistent steps can lead to big changes. All you need to do is consume one extra glass of water every morning. That's it. Not only is drinking water ridiculously important for your health and mental functioning, but drinking one glass does not take much effort to perform. It can be easily done upon waking and planned for the night before by pouring yourself one before bed. This one act of self-discipline completed each day could be life-changing. Not only will you feel physically better as a result, but you will also be taking ownership of your life and making a consistent effort to improve yourself. Once you've added the glass of water to your morning routine successfully, incrementally add the following to your day. Make your bed as soon as you get up. Clean the dishes each night before bed. Do five minutes of exercise each morning. Read ten pages of that book before bed. Do ten minutes of meditation each day. These are small and simple acts, but they represent a catalyst for life change. By doing these small things each day, you will develop the necessary skills 
for your larger dreams, as well as the capacity to keep turning up. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Kevin Durant It is impossible not to realise that whenever you encounter a successful person, you are seeing them where they are now, not where they've come from. You don't get to see their failures, setbacks and personal doubts. You weren't there for any of that. In fact, the only reason that you've even heard of them is because they kept turning up and worked on their craft for years prior. And this will account for the thousands of hours per day they spent practicing and all of the failures they pushed through. You may falsely assume that it was just a combination of lucky breaks and natural talent that got them there. If success is only luck and natural talent, then there is truly nothing you can do to change anything in your life. But that is simply not the case. People change their fortunes all of the time. Not by luck, but through consistent hard work. I'm not saying that you need to perform at an elite level. Rather, I'm saying that you should attempt to learn from elite performers. To look at their approach to success and implement it into your life. That is, to keep turning up, be consistent, and work on your faults and impose self-discipline. If you do this, you won't fail. Frequently Asked Questions I'm not seeing the results that I want, even though I keep turning up. Try tracking your results. Sometimes the results can be so incremental that we fail to notice them. I find that tracking my starting point and checking it against it is a good guide to improvement. It is amazing to see how far I've come, despite feeling like I haven't moved at all. Additionally, perhaps you need to keep turning up in the form of researching alternate methods to achieve your goals. Perhaps your current approach is not ideal and could be tweaked to use a slightly different method. It is important to note that in some areas, success can take years or even a lifetime of commitment. I would suggest that you look into the stories of other people who've come before you and investigate how long it took them to start seeing results. Perhaps what you're experiencing is normal. If not, look towards those experts for specific advice on how to make progress. Just don't stop. I find it hard to keep turning up. I lose motivation, and after a while, the goal seems unimportant. You have to accept that getting really good at something requires a lot of time and effort. You'll have to keep turning up, and sometimes you won't like it. Sometimes, it will feel like a chore. On those days, I like to remind myself of why I'm choosing to do what I'm doing, and where it will lead me. The other possibility is that you don't actually value the goal as much as you think you do. Or maybe you have a romanticized version relating to accomplishing the goal and have not truly considered the effort that it would take to achieve it. Only you know if you seriously want to achieve the goal and if you really value it at your core. If you don't value it, consider changing paths sooner rather than later. I'm not a natural in anything. Other people have such a head start over me. That may be the case but that means that you will also learn skills of perseverance, effort, and determination. When you see improvement and become successful, you will know where you've come from, and the satisfaction will be much greater. Even if people are naturally better than you, they will still have to put in the work, or else they will eventually be overtaken. If you keep turning up, you will see improvements, and given enough time, those improvements will translate into success.
Summary. Keep persisting towards your goals. Recognize that it is only through years of experience, work, and overcoming failure and setbacks that you will be successful. If you quit, you guarantee your failure. So that was a chapter of How to Get Your Shit Together. It's out now as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook, and you can grab yourself a copy via the links down below. Enjoy.